I I had this like hilarious joke that uh, I would get Pitbull on Sativa Jazz because <laughs> um, it would be just fucking hilarious. And oh my God. Uh, that would have been my fucking dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what do I do? Do I just like tag him on Twitter and be like, yo, bro, like you should definitely get on this track. For uh, sure. Start a campaign. <laughs> you know Retweet the hell out of it. 100%. Yeah, I have this like recurring conspiracy that Pitbull will eventually come back to being popular. Like like in his, like his old songs. Like one day this will fucking happen. The same day. Oh, he's still popular. He's like still this. popular. 305. Okay. Mr. Worldwide. You know, I mean. so yeah. funny. you know what I mean? Like the same way the Venga boys have like come back. <laughs> To being popular, Pitbull will have is his renaissance, like his huge comeback, where we're all gonna be like, remember, like reminiscent of like the two thousands, thinking about that time we used to dance to Pitbull. It's gonna be it's a particular vibe. It reminds me of just Vegas pool parties. Literally Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about NFTs and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. That's Nifty. Your host for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. What's up, y'all? What's going on? How you guys doing, man? You all right? We're doing good, bro. It's Saturday morning. Can't beat it. There you go. I'm just teabagging over here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because I'm in London, man? You're having a tea. Like, <laughs> you no. tea. <laughs> We're just talking about it. It's like the healthiest thing I do. <laughs> teabag every Saturday morning. You know it. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Long time coming, dude. Yeah. Crush a bottom. Yeah, bro. I, I'm uh sorry it took so long, bro. No worries, man. We've uh I know everybody's been all over the fucking place. Dude, yeah, it's been a bit even now, like I thought things would be kind of chill, but not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. No. There's no nah, yeah. There's no unfortunately no chilling until uh yeah, especially this last weekend. There we are. What's up, dude? Got the hoodie better. on? Yeah, hey. yeah, man. <laughs> I'm about to. I gotta. I gotta roll this split too. Four twenties coming up. And Let's go. Go ahead. We are. We pre-rolled. We're ready. I was gonna do that, dude. It's like I woke up last night. I ended up um, a friend of mine. Uh, he's he's a he's a pretty big DJ in like the electronic side of things, and um, he flew to London for. He was in London for like twelve hours. He played at this like legendary club called Fabric, and. He was like, yeah, um, I play at two. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I have a haircut this morning at uh, 12. What time are you done? He's like, oh, like four. I was like, oh, wonderful. Um, so I, I left my house at like 1 a.m. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, you got a show yesterday too? Like, no, I have a show tonight. Oh, That's okay. why, like, I told him, I was like, bro, can you like, because he's a bit older. He's got a kid and stuff back home in Greece and he was like trying to not play super late and they said no because he's like one of the headliners so <laughs> two to four is kind of late 
Yeah, that's like prime time at, at Fabric and, and like in I think like Europe and London, that's like the the best time. You want to play like that time or the guy who played after, um, he's actually I think releasing his first like collection uh for like his label um coming up this year. Um yeah. gonna talk to him next week and kind of see what he see what he's doing. But um yeah, it was, it was just a long night. I didn't get drunk, thank God. I was just <laughs> I was just tired. I was long and tired. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I thought you went and got a haircut, went and saw him jam this afternoon, and now you're here. <laughs> no. no, man, that would have been just like even more hectic. I was supposed to like uh there is a day party today that my friend was like, yo, just come, just come. And I was like, I don't have time today <laughs> at all, man. He's like, you never have time. I was like, there's literally 24 hours in the day. And if I don't sleep, I'm over 30 now. I'll die sooner. It's just science. hundred percent. hundred percent. Same boat. Yeah, I hit 30. And I was like, I need like six to seven hours consistently. Dude, I, I, the sad part is I don't even get six to seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I literally saw, I got into bed. So like one of my mates, he owns a, or he's not owns, but he's a manager at a, it's like a little spot down here on the canal. And um, he he had like a Friday off and he's like, yo, can I come with you? I was like, yeah, yeah, come through. So he ended up like coming to my house after I got fucking like a dumbass McDonald's breakfast delivered at five in the morning from my house. <laughs> And I was just like, all right, great. Now, what do I do? Shit, I forgot my ashtray. Give me a sec. Hey, Yo. What's up, Keenan? Hey, there he is. What's up, bro? Full squad on now. Full yeah, squad. man. Oh, sick. There you go. Is Mike popping in as well? Uh, I don't know. He's, don't he's, he's sleeping. He's not awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, what he's, a guy. Yeah. He does not make these uh, early morning ones for us. And by early, I mean 11 a.m. It's not early, but, you know. He's probably up till 5 a.m. too, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a natural thing for him. I don't think he's going anywhere, but he's <laughs> – He's sleeping. That's his clock. That's his clock. That's uh, amazing, man. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we finally got to make it happen. We, I mean, it would have been great if uh, we did it when Keenan was in London, but that time flew pretty quickly. His time here was like, like that it was gone. Yeah. So also, also, I was working the whole time. It was just kind of yeah. You just yeah, you, you just jumped in at the end of our conversation where we were talking about how no, we just don't have time and there's just <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can make time to. Smoke a London Time 420 joint though. So <laughs> shout out yes, sir. the papes too. Abana yeah, papers. Bro. <laughs> bro, if you guys if you guys need more, just let me know. I'll, I'll send you guys a little package. Will do. And Keenan, yeah, you're out in that. Germany now? Yeah, I'm in Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that move must have been nuts during COVID time and everything. Holy holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> it was gnarly. Like, I remember. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, we like, we said, okay, let's do this kind of like agreeing that it was going to be a whole thing. But then like, it was that time where every country was like playing big man by putting other countries on lists at like a snap. <laughs> no, but really, especially, especially the UK, you know, after Brexit, they're like, we're going to show them. And like from Friday to Saturday, they would be like, Anybody who's not German coming from the UK cannot come in at any time for any reason. Thank you. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's wild, man. 
and like we 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 had to like I mean it was it was honestly really crazy. We had to like um it, like beg all my friends to basically do the move for me because we we had to jump on a on a earlier like two days earlier flight because it was oh, yeah. the only one that got us into Germany before they would ban us. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, squeaked yeah, yeah. in. We squeaked in, and, <laughs> and the only flights available were business class flights because everything else was gone. Yeah. So we had, to, we had to like lay down a grand each just for tickets. Oh my oh, god! No. We uh, for like a one-hour flight. <laughs> Up and over. It's crazy hey, though how much stress that brings people nowadays, right? Because like you try to go anywhere. Not only just like, you know, bouncing around country to country, but like needing negative tests and like the stress of waiting for it. Like... UK is getting rid of it next week. Really? No masks. Nothing. No wow. Shit. COVID restrictions are gone. But Sorry. that, I think. They tried this already. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. They tried it already. We know, but like, fucking Boris Johnson trying to win the election again. He, I don't know if you guys saw, man, but there's, I'm going to post it in my Discord later, man. There's a video of him dancing at like so the offices and like where the pm lives it's called downing street and like through lockdowns last year they were having parties and like doing coke in the bathrooms <laughs> i heard about this they they're under some cocaine residue That's in really 11 cool. out of 12 bathrooms including the accessibility bathroom i'm like yo man uh, you, you gotta designate one bathroom that's what I thought, right? <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's a video of him. And mind you, he's married. He just had a kid. There's a video of him grinding on some Seriously? lady that works. That Yeah, bro. It's the, it's the most ridiculous video you've ever seen. And on top of it, what makes it even more weird, there's nobody else on the dance floor. It's, <laughs> it's almost like a wedding. And the lady That's is wild. holding a blue lightsaber. It's like, wait, what? And what timeline is this? <laughs> Bro, this was like last year during Christmas, man. Not 2021, 2020. But Boris Johnson like looks like your creepy uncle that yes. comes yeah. like, like at a wedding that he like had to be invited to, but nobody wanted him there. Yeah, and he just brought like an assortment of, of drugs. Props. And, like, <laughs> and props, yeah. yeah. Approaches, like, approaches is like freshly ate like 21-year-old niece goes like, hey, you ready to take some drugs in the bathroom with me? <laughs> Welcome to Downing Street. <laughs> restrictions lifted. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so restrictions are getting lifted. I mean, like, Lag had to go to Turkey for two weeks before NFT NYC. That's the funniest thing. I, maybe it's, it's maybe, maybe funny is not the right way to put it, but, like... It was pretty like, funny. It was figuring funny. out, like, <laughs> like, the route that he had to take just to get to New York City. I mean, not just New York. I mean, that, that kid was Yeah, because that was between New York and Miami. He was, like, in so many places. Yeah, it was it was a lot because like he was also like working on phase two. And then I was trying to help him find like the best place for two weeks with the fastest Internet. Yeah, so for like a, a full day. All three of us were like just calling Turkish hotels like, yo, like what's the Internet speed? And then apparently half the people there don't speak English. So like they didn't understand what we were asking. I mean, <laughs> and then they just started making up numbers. Eventually, they started making up numbers. I think yeah. <laughs> like, they got to the place. They're like, oh, we spoke to someone. They said, uh, you know, it was like <laughs> at least. And they're like, oh, that should be okay. Like at home, we have like, we get like 400 downloaded. Um, it ended up being like 10. 
Oh, <laughs> and you're sharing it. Yeah, then like they talked to a tech guy and he didn't speak English. So it's like, also, wasn't he trying to like work in remote, like connect his desktop? Yeah, yeah, he was using any desk, office. which like would slow internet just. And then also, actually, like, actually making... very funny. When I was in London, he was in Turkey working, and I would walk, and I was staying at, I was staying at their house, and I would walk by and see him work. <laughs> just we saw him on the screen. Yeah. I'd be texting him, you know, like, no, it's, sorry, it's just confidential. They're not supposed to walk in your, in your office. <laughs> it's actually a good point. How did you guys meet too much lag? Like, how did you guys get involved with that crew? Oh, my God. I'll let you go, for, I'll let you go first, Kino. <laughs> well, okay. Me and, me and Stefan actually grew, are from the same town, grew up in the same town. I've known him since... Maybe 2013. We, we we went to the same uni and he was doing animation. And this was like, I mean, I, I wish he could make like one day he releases like the first piece of animation he ever made. I remember how incredibly shit everything was back then. <laughs> Honestly, I remember 2013. <laughs> I remember, I'm pretty sure it was something about like cookie that had eyes and would jump around the kitchen asking this okay i think oh this my is the first he ever made in maya because that was what the course demanded and i was doing uh industrial design and me and sefa were never like super close but we just kind of knew of each other and then years went by and i went to live in london and he had lived in london and uh, relocated for like I don't know a couple of years to Spain, and then he came back to he came back to London, and just kind of hit me up. He goes, "Hey, remember me?" You know, uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, hey, Stefan, you know, hey, long time. Let's meet for a let's meet for a drink at the at the pub I always went to." And he came for a drink, and that night we ended up like I don't know having an after party on my roof until like eight in the morning. And I, <laughs> You know, like walking the stepbrothers where they're like, what's your favorite dinosaur? Yeah. <laughs> and we were on the roof and we're like, hey, dude, did we just become like like best friends? It's like, yeah, I think so. It's like, okay, great. Do you want to come live here? He goes, yeah, I need a place to stay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, kids not. Like three days later, he was staying in our spare room in above this pub in London where I lived. This That's crazy, amazing. <laughs> really, really crazy place. And he moved in and it was like supposed to be like two weeks while he waited for Mauro to like come in from wherever he was. And it ended up being like three months. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we partied like like there was no tomorrow. And the next place where he went to live, because him and Mauro were looking for a place forever because right. they wanted a place they always had this dream of, which is kind of your house now, no, Sahi? Like, yeah. where they could like all work together in the same like area and share, be like office house. This is kind of like dream. And they had this for years, but since they couldn't find it yet, the next place they went to live, where was it, Sahi? My place. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they went to like, to like Airbnbs and stuff. And then, one of my friends, uh, he's uh, like a, a big music producer as well. And um, he was like, yo, uh, I got this friend Mauro and his friend Stefan. Um, they need a place to stay for like a month. 
And I had this other room that I was just doing Airbnb because my brother used to live with me. He moved out with his boyfriend. He was living with his boyfriend. And I would just do some Airbnbs just to like cover that side of the rent. And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I was like, just so you know, like this place is not big. It's like a <laughs> small little living room. There's one bathroom and two bedrooms that, as you can imagine, London are not huge. I mean, they're bigger than New York, but like not big. And <laughs> they came in with like, one massive fucking computer box <laughs> and then just like some some like duffel bags of clothes they you used to move around in, in the airbnbs no they were always like carrying this fucking huge computer around yeah yeah and like they had told me some mad stories about people they had stayed with so like with other airbnbs and it was it was kind of wild and then they were supposed to stay temporarily while they were looking for a place and um sense of theme that was i think that was 2018 actually yeah. right yeah so 2018 yeah. um they kept looking for a while and then like we kind of just meshed together Mauro and Mauro was like sleeping in one room with Steph as well like they're sharing one room and then Mauro ended up just moving into the living room we just set up a desk in the living room little music studio in that corner there and then uh, we moved we ended up moving well like they were looking i would say if i remember correctly they were looking for about seven months i think before they decided like okay, yeah, it, was, it was infinite yeah just <laughs> say, no, really, save I money mean, i mean the housing market also in london is completely crazy like it didn't matter like how like how much money they made if they made a lot or not a lot it didn't really matter because they're freelance they were freelancers like most of us for the longest time and in london if you're a freelancer I mean, you have to give them like, like a liver or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and so Damn. they had to jump all through all these hoops, but it worked out. No. Yeah. That's unbelievable, and, dude. Yeah, it was great. And then we, uh, like mid, uh, I was like 2020, he got like a, that really big job with the Brazilian artist and yeah, they were no. basically working like crazy. I had to just out of your house because. Out of, out of, yeah, it was our house at this point for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I, I got like some fitness tips from Stet, really helped. It was great. Oh I, met, I, I, met Ke- I met Keenan very shortly. <laughs> so, did, so did Keenan. <laughs> well, Stefan lived with me. He made, well, I, I was, it, that was it. That was the, the, the pact that we struck. Like, you can stay here at my, at my house, but in exchange, you'll be my personal trainer because I was, like London makes you drink. Like we were getting drunk. <laughs> we were getting drunk daily because you, you work so much that you have to kind of compensate. And I, and I was you live above a pub, right? Sorry? You live above the pub, right? Yeah, no, literally I lived above the pub. Like the, the bouncer used to come upstairs to smoke blunts because he couldn't <laughs> smoke them. He couldn't smoke them at the at work, so he would come upstairs. He wouldn't even knock. He was so familiar. <laughs> He would come up and go, hey, Keenan, I'm here for, yeah, I'm doing the kitchen, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My God. Was he was crazy. jacked. Stefan was, I saw the picture, his old profile pig. Oh, my God. He's been working hard, huh? Nah. Yeah, he's not as big as he used to be. He used to be bigger. I'll, I'll, tell, yeah. I'll tell you that. That's what I'm saying. He's been, like, on the computer, like, for three Literally. years now, like. I just got insane hands because of fucking climbing. <laughs> yeah. Bouldering and all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, then we just ended up moving and then uh and then now we we found a spot and it worked out really well. It was like a five bedroom spot for 
three of us. It was nice. I have a small dog. We have a garden and stuff, so it just worked out okay. Yeah. So I think when we yeah. recorded with Steph, it was like Lay Anime 1.5. <laughs> and I think he was there. And I think it, your dog is on that episode of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in the, oh, yeah, he's in the backyard. Yeah. We actually had some sun that day, I think. It was nice out, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. So, yeah, I remember that. It was a good time. I think I was smoking while he was doing it. Because my terrace is like right above where he was recording. So at one point I just looked out. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Morrow, I think, was nice. scooping coffees or something. Yeah. Is yeah, that how is, is that how you guys linked? Or do you guys know each other before? We met through Stay, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> I used to come over all the time just to just to hang out with the boys. And uh, we just kind of met and we became friends. We we were always out. I mean, social life was like, you know number one that's all we did it was and it was a good time we had like we i mean there was a lot of hangovers for sure but every every <laughs> night was usually yeah, every fun. little big sahib played like underground in some fucking cave <laughs> <laughs> what was this place in like bethel green it was like in the i mean it was under, just it was under a pub <laughs> yeah it was amazing. all is all in the same place at the same time at like our social peak, I guess, you know, I would yeah. God, those are going to be glory years for sure. Like oh that's God. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that transitioned quite well into, because the, the, when the pandemic struck, um, we, we didn't see each other. We, we always talked, but we didn't see each other. And then this whole phenomenon came about. And I mean, I, I remember you guys trying to get me into it for like months so long, man. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so what was that timeline? Start with like too much lag wrapping the Bitcoin. So like Satoshi's coin. Was he already oh, yeah. like, guys, you got to check this out. No, this oh, is bro, way, way, so way, way back. Way before that. Way Let's go. Far, far it's like 20, 2020, like 2020. And I remember in March, models like uh, we were looking at CryptoPunks. And they were like three or 400 bucks. I was like, fuck, I wish I could afford that. Like I would, I would get one. I was like, fuck, $300. Can you imagine? And and then, like, we didn't really, like, pay attention a bit. Like, like Stead was, like, doing everydays and stuff. <clears throat> and, yeah, and then, like, he kept coming over. We were like, yo, like, and, and he makes amazing art, obviously. And especially his architecture stuff, which I, I love. We're like, yeah, just do it. Like, you already, like, create so much. Like, why, why not, you know? I mean, and, I, used uh, have, I used to have such long phone calls with Stead. Like he was trying to like convince me that this was going to become something in Italian. <laughs> in, in Italian, yeah, in Italian. <laughs> yeah, I lo I loved being like contrary just just to have a, just to have a good conversation uh, and like you know yeah but I mean you know convince me and you know and, <laughs> and oh, exactly. by me, he is the whole reason why I eventually quit my job. Uh, but like many other stories in kind of like in this, of people that have been touched by this phenomenon, I feel like it's kind of, I mean, together with the pandemic, it's been like this incredible force that has kind of shaken people's, you know, core, no? And also you, Sahi, I think this is like, you know, flipped your life around. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've like, I've been DJing since, I was 15 years old and then in the music industry circuit and whatnot <clears throat> in LA for like eight years. And 
like you make decent money but i'm i was always like i was uh, my dad's in the computer business so i was just like getting all my producer homies hookups on max and just like little stuff like that around and just like trying to survive basically and, and making music basically and doing it while trying to like part-time go to school because my indian parents are just like you have to get a bachelor's degree you're 23 years old like what the fuck are you doing and i was like i'm making beats i'm playing crazy shows like look at this picture it's like me and 2,000 people in a club and they're just like yeah cool mate <laughs> <I'm sick. laughs> i don't well, care you're getting a bachelor's aren't you now no now i'm getting my master's man master's. Master's <laughs> um yeah and then finally like you know i started seeing stead do some nft stuff and i was like okay well like the first thing i thought of was was tickets i was like yeah this is going to be great for for mm -hmm. events like you can get a recap video as your ticket right and not only is that like great for marketing but then like everybody feels that experience they're part of that experience they had there and um and i was like okay music like how do you how can i do this like there's got to be some way and then blau i think uh did this crazy auction i remember all three of us were watching the auction and it just went from like 10k to like it was like we hit a million it's bucks like, and i was like yeah i was like what the fuck i was like also the album came out in 2018 i was like this is insane and then it was like <laughs> three million and i was like okay like where does this stop now <laughs> this is insane and like we were, we were it, with was, slime sunday that night watching that auction at his house with his parents <laughs> and it was like no 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 that's a different one different auction that yeah was a, the that auction was, that was on that his was own nifty. website oh okay that was a different time yeah when like that was wild unknown, to watch too. that was unknown was. some guy won at 11 million beat whale shark i think it was <laughs> It was like a like, ranked auction I had never really seen before. And that was like cool. That was like, what the fuck is this auction type? Dude, so they actually do that in like Hong Kong and Asia for bottle service at clubs. And they put your name on like wow. a leaderboard. Are you serious? That's for just how much money you spend. For how much money you spend. Yeah. Dick measuring contest. <laughs> wow. That's actually, I had never heard of this. It was that's, genius. That's actually. Uh, I didn't know that until later on. I kind of like I watched some podcasts and stuff, and I was like, "Yo, this is, this is mad." When was yeah, that? It, though? Did, it did amazing. Was that, that was, like February twenty uh, one ish? No, maybe. March? Yeah, maybe February. Maybe uh, maybe uh, earlier than that. Actually, I think it was earlier than that. I think it was, a year ago. I feel like, yeah, maybe a year ago. I thought maybe it was twenty twenty, but maybe I, I was wrong. But like, I remember like we were like we got we got our beeples in November or December. I think it was. That was yeah, first was like, week in November. I was like, I can afford a dollar. This is sick. Like, let's go. <laughs> I was like, yeah. What'd you sell it for? Um, I sold my number five for twenty-five <laughs> K to spend. Nice. And it was so funny because like I listed it for that. Like at first I was like, oh cool, like I made and like we all split it. So I was like, yo, uh, 33 cents each cool like we sell for 10k it's a couple of g's each like that's that's cool man i'm, I'm down with this and i heard of people and saw this stuff on instagram and stuff and uh i remember one morning i like we started hearing about the auction before it got announced and i was like i'm raising it to 35k and they're like what the fuck are you doing like put it back to 25 and i was like no nah, i'm gonna leave it and then i remember sven hit me up like shortly after i i changed it to 35 and i think he offered me like 15k and at first i was like i got the i got the message i was like whoa dude i was like Shit, should i do this i was like this is crazy um 
And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, it's like one of my first big purchases. I've, you know, I've seen some of the stuff you're doing with Topshot. Cause like I started doing a Topshot stream. Um, Cause model and they were co- trying to convince me to do it. I just oh, didn't yeah. want to deal with like OBS and everything. So it makes sense. My computer, at the, my computer at the time was just shit. Man. I was barely able to make music. Like it took me ages to, to bounce a track when it should have taken me 10 minutes, 10 minutes <laughs> or 20 minutes. And one of my one of my friends that I actually know, known from LA, like we played basketball together, and I hit him up. I was like, "Have you seen this Top Shot situation?" Um, I got like a sick LeBron James thing for five bucks. Like this is sick. He's like, "Yeah, cool." And uh, they convinced me. We ended up doing a stream together called uh, "Hail and Kumar Do Top Shot." Oh yeah, because he's Korean. My middle name is Kumar. <laughs> it's perfect. I obviously smoke hell. I obviously smoke Halloween. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." Let's do it. <laughs> um, and then we did it. We just started like I just would fucking roll zoot and we'd give some moments and shit away that I got for a couple bucks. Um and then that kind of like that all and then like Sven and I was like I started a, a side chat to the the and the top shot server because it was so hectic in there. It was like two thousand people, which now is like six hundred thousand or yeah. close to a million people there. And I started a side one, which is people I saw in the chat that were just like pretty mellow, like they weren't you know causing shit or complaining it was just like people looking at cool shit and uh he kind of i think he might have been in there and popped in and out of it and i ended up like going to bed changing it to 25k because they uh told me to and i was like all right i was like i trust you guys and i woke up and it was gone <laughs> and they were asleep and i woke up i was like bruh shit sold I was like, it's gone i was like what the fuck i called my dad and i was like guess what and i was like i turned a dollar into 25 racks yeah. and he was like yeah. he's like I'll, he's like i don't believe you he's like i don't believe you and i sent him a photo and he's like what the fuck is that what yep. is happening larry yep. did not do as well on his people no nope i saw it right away i was the first flip into the ether but that Which felt what good zero number did you get uh 160 something i think okay tight. but um i was just gonna say isn't it funny that like your first reaction is it's gone and not it's sold it's just like yeah fuck (laughs) oh shit that was my that was my only 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 thing i had on nifty gateway because i could afford it and it was gone i was like oh fuck i have to get something else now and i'm trying to think what my first one after that was I think it, it might have been like the Kobe Bryant one that Boss Logic did. That Boss Logic I traded, was sick. I traded Top Shot moments for it. And it was one of the guys that I kind of like started the side chat with. And, uh, but yeah, and then like Sven and I just kept in touch. He's like, dude, thank you so much. And then two days later, the announcement came out and like number, you know, 43 or some random thing sold for like 150K. He was like, bro, I love you. He's like, <laughs> you're the man. I was like, dude, you are the man. You changed my life. Thank you. Like, I'm, I can now do what I wanted to do with my music and NFTs. Yep. Like, like you, you, I can survive now. Like, this was like, it was insane. The craziest feeling. That's it's it's a small world too. Cause I think Spin is part of the soft boys, right? Yeah. He is, man. He is. He loved yeah, it, man. When he first saw it, I showed him. He was like, yo, this is sick. He's like, this is really sick. And I was like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, it, it worked out. And like him and I just, I was like, I have a track. You got these cool little soft boy things. Let's do it. I got some album artwork, like make it your own. And then um, I have uh, the guy who helped me do all my branding. He's uh, this artist named Michele Bagnod from Luxembourg. And so he's done all my album artwork. Uh, he helped with like the branding and the new logo and stuff. And uh I, like I told him like to help, like help him with the NFTs and he was just like, nah, 
I, I have too much to do that. I can't. <laughs> I understand that reaction though. Like if you got yeah. something he's going, older. it's he's fine. A lot older. Yeah. It's like, I, if you can't wrap your head around it or don't want to put in the time to learn it. It's like, it is daunting. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So like, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to use that too much. So that's why like you don't see ever like too much of like, just like the full album cover. Like I, I just paid him what I normally pay him for any of my branding stuff and so on and so forth. And then, yeah, then like I, I, I sent it to Keno. I was like, um, can, I was like, what do you think about this? You can make a soft boy, I think, with this. And the craziest thing was it almost resembled like an illustration of a kind of soft boy. Yeah. And he had never seen Keenan's work before. Which is so, wild. And then it just worked out. It was crazy. And, and now for the next single, uh, you know, we did a load of boys and he did the, he did the video. I sent the video to my, uh, my illustrator and he just did his version for the cover. So um, I, have, I haven't announced it yet, but uh, that's actually going to come out um, in the next two or three months on my own nice. website for uh, the next single, you know, one-on-one vinyls. And uh, I think I'm going to do some new papers as well. Let's go. It's sick. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm a proud owner of a sativa jazz. So. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what? I can give you a little sneak peek actually. I got uh, the tester for the joint holders, which is coming out before. But here it is. Let's go, dude. Those are awesome. Stainless steel and smell proof. It's got a little screw top. Holds it in quite nicely. Yeah, it's quite oh, nice. Love it. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's been like one of my hardest hardest things now is like finding a dev to kind of help me build the back end to a website. Um, yep. Cause I didn't really like Bitsky. I like, I don't know. How was your experience for Bitsky using it? To buy? That's the only thing I've purchased on Bitsky. Um, it wasn't difficult. I think <laughs> they let you use a credit card, right? I think. Yeah. 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 So that was cool. It was like nifty gateway in that I didn't have to like use crypto. So I don't yeah. think I had any issues with it. Yeah. Like it was all right, but um the tokens in 11.55 and the way the contract was coded was just like not great and i mean it, it was a long time ago so yeah I, it's I just a little outdated not why yeah. yeah um but yeah i think like i wanted to do something that was kind of off of that now because i kind of helped onboard a lot of people just doing it that way and not even buying my piece but in the last like four or five months helping people move it to metamask <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like they're like what is that <laughs> it's like let's just do a screen share. I'll help you out. Come over. We'll smoke a Zoom. And do yeah. it. <laughs> like, I'll help you out. So now I just want to do it in a way. So like, it's way easier too, I think, on, on the back end for Sativa Jazz holders now to just connect to my, my website and it'll be coded in that you guys get the, the joint holder instead of having to pay, like, pay what everybody else has to pay. So That's um, the future, right? Using those NFTs to like, give like discounts and stuff on that's awesome yeah absolutely i think like i got inspired to do the one-of-one records because of the ghost smart contract with leonime i was like this is insane and i like i remember uh we were all sitting down uh, in the living room and when they were talking about satoshi's coin actually and i'm sitting there just like what the fuck do you mean <laughs> <laughs> and Mauro explained it to me like four times and i was like okay i was like okay that makes sense and then there's this like paradigm of like what's more valuable the bitcoin or the art and i was like yo this is this is sick 
And then within like seconds, they were gone computers right away. And then Mauro just like didn't sleep for seven days. And then they showed it to me and I was just like, holy shit, you did it. I was like, you fucking did it. It was, it was just wild. And, and seeing the one of one, and then that was, so that was Satoshi coin. And then, you know, they came up with everything for the ghost smart contract. And I was like, this is, and then like, I think when everybody kind of was just like, holy shit was when the trailer dropped and it was like fucking epic music and drums. And, and then at the end, it's like 2 million options. People were just like, wow. <laughs> uh, and I saw it happen. And it was like, kind of like a, a PFP almost. It's kind of wild. And, you know, I was like, how can I do this with music? And I looked into maybe like computer generated remixes with my stems. And it just didn't seem as personal to me as a producer. Right. So I was like, okay, like, what can I do? And then I, like, I have a, a vinyl collection and I was going through some vinyls and I've always kind of, I think I lo after looking back, collected some vinyls that are like clear or like some splatter and stuff like that. And um, I was like, what if I can get vinyls done in like a one, one way. And then, so I called a bunch of vinyl shops. Um, they're like individual vinyls are like $200 each. And I was like, okay, well, that's, that's not awesome. sustainable yeah, anyway. <laughs> I, I ended up getting in touch with my mate who had like a blue and orange one that looked really cool. And I was like, well, this is sick. I was like, uh, can you share your contact? Like with the guy who pressed it, he was like, yeah, yeah, he's in Poland. And I was like, okay hit the guy up and I was like, yo, um, can I get a price on just uh, like what colored vinyls cost? And he was like, yeah, it's, it's like 1500 bucks or 1200 bucks for 200. And I was like, okay. Um, and he goes, just so you know, like the colored ones, none of them uh, are the same. And I was like, Haha. <laughs> I was like, my guy, I was like, that's no problem with me, buddy. <laughs> so that's I, perfect. I ended up getting, I ended up getting um, yeah, a hundred a hundred of those, and then a uh, hundred just plain black ones that got sold, uh, kind of with some people that bought the hoodies, and then um, a couple big record stores picked them up, and yeah, it just uh, like one of the, I think I got put on a Spotify tutorial playlist because I had sold out an NFC collection with it, and I mean it was it was it was kind of like it was wild because I didn't think uh, a lot of people would kind of like un understand the the value in it. And I, I wanted to make it cheap because I wanted to kind of just be able to connect with people who wanted to support me from the beginning. And it, it couldn't have worked out better. I think um, some people have flipped it for like, uh, you know, like more than 10 X now. I was like, oh, it's tight. I'm down. Yeah, I haven't even like looked at the price. Million. I have My no idea like what point, they go point, for. Point, point eight eight is the floor now. So when was that? I, I remember uh, when you bought it, but I don't remember specifically. 420 last year yeah oh yeah right. oh yeah i think he also that was like when you got like that all those dog toys that were like 420 oh yeah yeah my dog was running around with a joint for a while <laughs> nice <laughs> nice uh, yeah it felt very festive you gotta send me where you got that i definitely gotta get that my dog's name is damien and everybody's like because he's black and like damien like the devil i was like no bro like he has a weed placement like there's like a dog bone clear place with a bunch of weed leaves on it like Damien Marley, get it, get it right. <laughs> How do you guys not put this together? Hi, did, yeah, did, I ever tell you, did I ever tell you that I sold weed to one of Bob Marley's sons? That's <laughs> what? You yeah, never told me that. <laughs> uh, I used to work at a jazz festival back in my hometown, like every summer for like 15 years. 
and really big carters came came along like huge and uh one year there was one of his kids i, can, I can't never remember his name i think it was like lucian marley or one of the one of the little bit less known but like every other artist that came around to a jazz festival they would ask the the, the staff where they could yeah. like it, like instantaneously they would arrive in the backstage We'd be like, yo, yo, hi, yeah, we're here to blah, 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 help around. We, we would be like stagehands, building and like sound checks and stuff like this. And the, and we like, we, we usually say no, but this is like one of Bob Marley's kids. We're like, okay, guys, we got to get this shit done. Yeah. Like, four or five calls. And then one of, our, one of, I was like, I had my own team and I, I sent one of the guys from our team on his scooter to go like, 35 minutes out of town to buy some weed to bring back to, to, to sell. Oh my God. Sell. You're like, fingers crossed it was good weed. Lost money yeah. on it. Actually, actually, they complained. <laughs> Came right up the stem. I'm going to turn my light on real quick. It's, dark I mean, it's getting dark over there. Shit. It's getting dark, bro. Oh, man. But yeah, Keenan, I bought your uh, Genesis piece on Foundation maybe... Wait. A couple weeks before 420, right? Yeah, that was a one hell of a moment. It dude, was... I, I love having it, dude. The start of everything, right? Yeah, of everything, yeah. That was, um, you know, very funny. I have this very clear uh, memory of um, you guys doing your interview with, uh, with Stefan. Because that was like a day or two days before the, the anime. And... That was a bit like the pivot moment where I, I thought, you know what, I need to I need to quit my job. And I mean, my, I, had, I had a good job. I was working for a, a design studio, one of the best in the in the city. It's not like I was like working a shitty retail job or anything like, you know, but I remember that he did the interview with you guys and he was like really excited about it. And then we talked the night before and I told him, hey, when I wake, wake up in the morning, you got to let me know how all this went. And I remember waking up, waking up at like fucking seven in the morning, looking at my phone first thing. And there was like a message saying, I'm a millionaire. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I quit. Like, that was it. That was the whole message. And, and, and there, that moment, I thought, fuck me. Like, I spent so many hours working for this company. And like, and the, the progress is just so slow. I like look at them. Look at Stephen Mauro. Look at Sahi. Like they put all their energy into doing their own thing, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's it's just amazing that whatever they do helps their personal progress. And I thought, fuck this shit. I'm gonna do it. And I used I used NFTs and stuff as a springboard. And so I I decided to do my first piece and like focus on doing art. Um, I got my brother to do the music. And I mean, I was asking you guys, Sahin, stay Mauro, like every day, like, oh, how about this? And like, like a little newbie, like, you know, how to do this and how to set up everything. And, and it and, went great. And I remember the auction day, I was actually in the studio pretending to work and see you guys, <laughs> and see you guys like, place, like place bets on it. I was like, cannot fucking believe this this is insane like that people like connect and i mean i know that you 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 heard of me through stefan and sahil and i thought this is incredible that 
through just like kind of knowing people and word of mouth and just kind of trusting one another, like someone, someone I never met is willing to like risk something on a stranger. And this is just so insane. You can feel that piece, dude. Like the textures on it. You just want to like squeak it. I feel like it would make a sound if you touched it. Yeah. I've been telling this fool, like, where's, where's my stress, my, my stress boy, <laughs> <laughs> my stress soft boy. I, Bro, I, I would definitely buy one of those, dude. Yeah. Bro, yeah, we've, yeah, we've, we've saying, talked about man. that. We've talked about it. <laughs> man, one day, I mean, Sahi's basically setting up a whole manufacturing side day between hoodies and, you know. Yeah, man. Accessories. We got all the connect. We got all the connects now. We're, we're sorted. Yeah. I mean, the hoodies, man, was just like, that was one of the, the most painful things I've ever done. <laughs> Those are like I hand to, stitched or something, right? Yeah. So like I found this, uh, one of my brother's friends, uh, he works in fashion. She has this like really dope magazine and she's a creative director. And now she works, I think at like, um, Alexander McQueen or something. She got moved to New York and just hooked up and, She's got uh, these, her hoodies are not that hand stitched, but she's got some like really intricate ones. And then some that's just like aerial of the, of like the logo or whatever, or their, their name of the magazine called gut magazine. And so she put me in touch with her and her stuff was really dope. And, but I, I didn't want to get just like Gildan hoodies and then screen print on it. And then, you know, after like 10 washes, it just like comes out. Like, it just didn't, it didn't like make sense to me. I wanted to have like some kind of like, long lasting <laughs> something so i went through like i think like 12 or 14 different kinds of hoodies trying to find a good hoodie um trying to figure out how to get like a wholesale price on it was just a, a pain i used to actually work for this uh leather accessories company for three years as a director of operations and did everything from design shipping production <laughs> customer service it was just like a lot it sounds and like you were the company dude <laughs> I bet you, dude. Yeah, that's. I don't even want to get into it because, like, it's long gone now. But yeah, that's why um, I'm so good at it. I never knew this. That's why you're so good at organizing all this shit. It just took me. Yeah, the thing is, I can organize that, but then just my life is a fucking mess, man. I'm like, <laughs> fucking shit, dude. I even tried to stop smoking weed. I was like, it got worse. I, was like, I started losing my keys and shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I never lost my keys, but now I've smoked two weeks. When was smoking that? Two when weeks. was that? I did not believe this for. Okay. Okay. like a 25 second phase oh no man. so i i stopped for a month step and model were like dude you smoke so much weed and i was like i can stop anytime it's not a problem and i stopped for like a month they're like i bet you can't do it for a month i was like yeah watch me i was like i've been smoking weed since i was 15 i've taken breaks like that and they were just like no, you can't do it and i was like well if i win the bet you guys have to buy because i have an electric little scooter i was like you guys gotta buy it <laughs> if i lose then i have to buy it for you and they're like okay cool um and halloween was like right in the middle of that so tempting uh i asked them i said uh can i have like a, a one day celebration wow. they allowed it which is nice um bro i i it was my mate's birthday i went and had one one beer my homie made his way to my house and i bought like a 12 inch thing and made like this huge cross i'll send you this photo. <laughs> it was crazy you're gonna use your one my, day I literally had my drill and I had to like super drill through the hole to like put the joint through. So it just like, I wanted it to really be good. And then at the end of it, I always bring swishes back from LA because they don't sell them here. And I put a swisher in the top of it, just purely. <laughs> oh my God. It was great, man. Uh, With like a two week uh, tea break, that must have hit hard. 
Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I sat on the couch, man. Ordered some KFC and shit, man. It was cool. Played some video <laughs> games. It was all right. <laughs> it was good cool, setup. man. Yeah. So who bought right. the scooters? They did, man. They, they, <laughs> took, they took they took four months to do it, but like or five <laughs> months to buy them. I was like, this is crazy. You guys are millionaires. You can't just order a fucking scooter on Amazon. <laughs> Three hundred bucks. I can just see. I'm <laughs> looking at like London from an aerial view, and you guys are just a gang of scooters out there. Bro, like, yeah. <laughs> Our downstairs bathroom is just three scooters parked. <laughs> oh my god, it's wild, man. Um, but yeah, like, and then I actually saw to the hoodies. Iphoria sent a hoodie, and the quality was nice, and the color was really nice. Um, but I wanted it like kind of a bit thicker, I think. And I finally found a hoodie, and then getting screen printing that was like a whole nother mess. I had to look into like the different kinds of screen printing there were, what was like the most sustainable for the environment I looked at. And then uh, I found direct to garment printing. Basically I had to order the hoodies in LA, get them printed in LA. And then I brought them two suitcases back with me on the plane full of like 20 hoodies. Jesus. Oh and like, I bought those like vacuum seal packs. It didn't, it like barely helped, but it helps a little bit. Um, and then I had to take all of these to like, south london to her studio and we got them hand stitched uh and she did yeah, the other the front and then uh, all the cuffs that got the the serial numbers and then uh she did sven's soft boy hoodie which uh in in new york people fucking love um and he picked to get it on a white hoodie and i'm so glad because like the colors the colors that that can put on it just pop perfectly on it and it sounds it just looks so sick man it looks so sick but yeah the, the hoodies came out came out super nice um and they ended up costing me i think close to like 120 dollars each to produce <laughs> and, and countless hours of your time bro and like shipping too out of the uk after brexit was like now what <laughs> everything just went my my like cost went or like my profit went from i think like a 20 percent profit to five <laughs> percent hey green is green that's what we always say <laughs> yeah man yeah. so it was okay man it, it was worth it i'm gonna continue doing it like people love the hoodies i love the hoodies i've made some for people myself love the i feel like sometimes people love the hoodies more than they love the art which <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing wrong with a good hoodie perfect hoodie. no man yeah yeah man but, I mean, I, mean, I just wear this shit all the time. So <laughs> We always talked about like how like, we always thought about like uh, multiple aspects of the same, the same thing. Right. I mean, the hoodie is in reality, part of the same deal is like you're, you're buying into kind of the, you know, the, the whole experience and not just owning an NFT. I feel like that's where it comes to some more of intrinsic value. And Sahi always put this really big emphasis on like enriching the, 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 the NFT with, you know, multiple aspects of it, which was the, the you know, the, the papers, the hoodie, the vinyl. And I think, I mean, eventually, I mean, it really paid off. Everybody loves these hoodies and the, also all the rest, but the hoodies, it goes to yeah. show you, if you put that emphasis, people will notice. It's not. It's a blueprint yeah, for musicians everywhere, right? I mean, imagine all the artists that you listen to, how cool it would be to be part of a community where you get like, custom merch like that's insane and yeah. super limited yeah like it's just low low like supply and then for for me you know 
everybody can enjoy music. And I think with the NFT, even I think Disclosure did one that was like the Dropbox, like just, you know, sticker of a, a waveform and just the song on it. Um, and as much as like that was exciting and like you got guest lists and stuff with that, um, combining, I think like the art and then something that they can have outside of also just listening to the song on Spotify or anywhere else. Um, Cause at, at first I was like, I should just build a website that they can only listen to the track on my website. But then I was like, that's just too, it seems way too gated to listen to a track. So I'm like, I know the exclusivity of it and so on and so forth, but I'm not like Carl Cox or some massive house DJ now that can just be like, yeah, I can have a hundred dedicated listeners 24 seven. So now, you know, that, that number is actually like quite going up. I'm kind of surprised, but I, I definitely have to give it up. I think to like the fact that I was able to figure out to put it in the NFT and um, kind of help. It, it helped me like releasing a track costs like 5k minimum without a vinyl. <laughs> like that's yeah. just like PR. You have to get shit written up for it. I'm, I'm okay at writing and describing my stuff, but it's never easy. It's, it's way easier if somebody else professional does it. And so you got to pay for like the distribution, paying like people to, get it onto all the platforms for you and and then you make no money like a million plays gets you 5k or something like that you broke it's even. wild it's it, that yeah yeah it, it does make sense for people that like you know that are independent and in, in, in you know kind of paving their own path like if if it costs that much to actually just put out a track like if you put the time into kind of looking into distributing your your content really doesn't matter what it is whether it's music whether it's like physicals that you have with it there's so many ways that people can like understand what you're doing by like creating different facets to it but and then um, just crowdsource it as fans to like keep your artists producing art you yeah. know and living i mean percent it also makes sense for for record labels i mean i feel, I feel like i feel like it does it doesn't necessarily have to be uniquely like a unique independent experience i mean this is gonna this is gonna keep growing and become kind of i don't know when but it will eventually become the standard um kind of in the way that we have like all the tv channels breaking off and making their own streaming service right we have paramount plus amc blah 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 this would be like universal or warner brothers would have their own like nft group that would like distribute all their artists nft and merch and stuff yeah the bigger you I mean, get. if they don't, if they don't do that, they're not going to exist in ten years, bro. Because yeah. these artists are going to make ten times more without without. I mean, bro, I, I don't have a manager. Well, now I'm, I'm working with management, but at the time, I didn't have a manager to get me onto all these Spotify plays and stuff. It's yeah. like they're not, you're not, and me not having a manager, knowing anybody at these huge, huge companies like no, Universal, man. they have that whole department sorted. So yeah. people yeah. now can do it without them. Everybody's jumping on. So, I mean, it will take one shape or the other, uh, also from a bigger, like, kind of label standpoint. And yeah. I mean, and this is a kind of a good segue. I mean, I'm working with my, my brother. I mean, I think one of the reasons why I like Sahi so much is that music kind of runs in, runs in the family. I mean, you're I, a very artistic family. Yeah, I know. It's really, so really funny. Um, I mean, as I also used to work at the jazz festival, I mean, my dad's a musician, my brother, my brother's a kind of like a pop Italian pop singer. <laughs> he's he's sick, man. It, he's it, may sick. Not sound like it. it might not sound like it, but I'm actually my mother tongue is actually Italian. We're um Swiss Swiss Italian <clears throat> Swiss from the Italian side. 
like Stefan. And so my brother is like an Italian pop singer, uh, which is very funny in his own kind of hemisphere. But um, he's under a pretty big label for it for for Italy. And just kind of out of curiosity, we started talking and um, we're kind of <clears throat> slowly moving forward to doing a, a project with him and, and his label because he's gonna come out with his full, first full album under this label. And, and it's kind of an ongoing conversation, but we're definitely gonna do something. And we're talking about how to do this. Like, you know, is it with some physicals? Is it maybe like one NFT per track and you, and you treat it independently? Like one of them could be very, very, you know, traditional as much as traditional for the last year it can be just like an image. <laughs> Yeah, an, an image with a track on, and then one of them is, you know, maybe it's access to merchandise. One is access to concert. I got and an idea. Their label, for example, are doing like private listening parties at their studio. Oh, that's so like, cool. so, yeah, it's really cool. So like they invite people from Instagram, like there's a, you know, a raffle, whoever wins. There's like five people get to like come and like witness a studio session like this kind of stuff you know it unlocks all of this well you can tear it up right say if it's a 12 song album and you get all 12 songs and you enter this like other realm you know exactly Ooh. what was your idea was that was that your idea? that was it that was as far as i got <laughs> okay sick i was like all that's a big <laughs> idea right there but like so are you gonna see this no i mean it's Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, like, do you think it's going to be artist driven, like within a label? Or are you going to see like, like more like, like what Blau's doing with Royal? Like, is that going to be the first of many? Or are these like big labels or even small labels just going to adopt it like through artists themselves? Well, I mean, I think it definitely has to, is, is like contingent to the size of the label. I mean, the bigger the label yeah. becomes. The bigger the labels become, the more kind of control they try and have over their artists. Yeah. Also, because also because there's a lot more to lose. Like when you're some you know gigantic artist, any misstep can be you know equivalent to a loss, to a loss, a larger loss. In the case of my brother, you know, sure it's a pretty like fairly popular label, but it's for Italy and it's not like a sub label. It's not like Universal Italy. It's a uh, purely Italian label and it has very popular independent yeah so I think in that kind of like that kind of um world it will be very artist driven um also because it, it still is artist driven like I know a lot of the artists on there and for example all the all, all the cover art a lot of the videos are kind of like working with their own personal network mm -hmm. and I think that's also happens a lot with smaller labels right they yeah. they also sign artists for their music, but also for their network because, I mean, musicians like a, a lot of other artists are friends with a lot of other really talented artists, and so they kind of like buy into that as well. So I, I think it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of ups and downs, but I, I definitely prefer the artist driven than the than the corporate driven. That's I think eventually it'll be artist driven for sure. I mean, you see now like some projects that are trying to just pay like an advance to artists to release like a pfp or some kind of collection but I, I see those like not the artist i think when they they get that they kind of feel like they have to fit into what the vision of the label is rather yeah. than i think the other way 
um, where I think a label should just help empower the artist, whether it's, uh, you know, one genre of music or the next. Um, but yeah, it just, I guess it depends on the direction. Like the, I have a remix coming out on a label that uh, releases bass music, um, like Indian rap music, uh, UK rap. Um, they do like old school dubstep, drum and bass. They do all kinds of stuff. And like my remix is a like a driving house remix. Are they, are they English? And, um, it's called Foreign Currency. Um, he is English. I don't know if you guys have heard of the group Foreign Beggars. It's like a big yeah, drum and bass group. So oh, it's the, the Foreign Beggars. Amazing. That's all, the, so like the the MC of it, uh, he's this Indian guy named Pav. And uh, him and I linked up ages ago. Um, I, I mean, I was a huge fan. He's one of the first people I met and went out with in London. Was, no. I met Skepta. I met Skepta the same night. I was just like, this "Wow, is crazy!" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, who, I was like, where the fuck am I?" I was like, "How did this happen?" I was like, "My first night out in London." Well, I went to a bar. They were huge in the, the drum and bass scene. Like, yeah, man. They're, I mean, they were massive. And then, uh, you know, R.I.P. Ebo passed away uh, through COVID. But uh, he has an independent project now that's really highlighting like uh, traditional Indian culture. So he, he literally paints himself like full blue, um, like Krishna, it's the, the graphics and the imagery is amazing. And he's, he hit me up basically. He's like, dude, I want you to do a remix for uh, this new group. And it's one of the singers from Azarian three. And the, I think the drummer, the guitarist from Trent Muller, there's like two huge electronic bands. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it's finally coming out. But yeah, I think like he, you know, they're not doing anything with NFTs, but he as a label has done really well. The streaming does okay because they just support the artist rather than like trying to make the artist make a sound for that label. Yeah. Um, I think the more people do that, they'll they'll take a, a lower, you know, profit amount from the artist rather than the artist taking a profit amount from them. I think that's going to be way better because it's, it's almost like an artist DAO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But just like the art pure, yeah, it's not like incentivized to just be popular and catch the algorithm and make money. Yeah, yeah, and like now you see, I mean, obviously, like you can make a cookie cutter type of track, right, that you know is going to fit with the mass US like EDM or house radio play, like radio play, exactly. Um, I I had this like hilarious joke that uh. I would get Pitbull on Sativa Jazz because um, it would be just fucking hilarious. And oh uh, that would have been my fucking dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do? Do I just like tag him on Twitter and be like, yo, bro, like you should definitely get on this track. For um, sure. Start a campaign. <laughs> you know Retweet the hell out of it. 100%. Yeah, Pitbull on Sativa like, Jazz. I have this like recurring conspiracy that people will eventually come back to being popular like like in his like his old songs like one day this will fucking happen the same day oh, he's still popular he's like still this. popular 305 okay. mr world you know, I mean? so yeah. funny. you know what i mean like the same way the venga boys have like come back <laughs> they're being popular people will have is his renaissance like his huge comeback where we're all gonna be like remember like reminiscent of like the 2000s thinking about that time we used to dance to people it's, gonna it's a cool. particular vibe it reminds me of just vegas pool parties literally it's almost scared like ptsd like fuck <laughs> 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 
Yeah, pitbull just ringing through your ears. He's hard. <laughs> he's hard to not like, though. You just yeah, gotta laugh oh, at. Him. He's I, one I mean, of those guys that you just gotta laugh uh, at. Yeah, like, yeah. So I, I used to work with this guy. Uh, he, I used to work at a golf course. He used to run the course, and you uh, know, forty-five years year old dude, wife around the same age in one year, maybe this was like five or six years ago. He's like, yeah, we're going, uh, going to see Pitbull for new year's. I'm like what? <laughs> he flew down to Miami. <laughs> Cause it was like an, or like a running joke. Like he saw him. In yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I'm going. He's like, I, fuck, I fucking love Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. I can't help but just picture Dave there. Shout out Dave. Oh man. I, I could never let go the the lyric when he said Albert Hitchcock and no one throughout the process was like, it's, it's Alfred. Like no one <laughs> they it's on it the radio. Like, they no. just let it go. Yeah. 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 Is this true? Yeah. 100%. Every time I like hear the song about it for age. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about. I am telling you. Okay. Write this down. What, whatever days today, 2nd of January, 2022. People will have its comeback, and it, it will be <laughs> will be that moment where like it was so with the bad. Jazz. Yo, back with the it's happening jazz. now. You got to get them. <laughs> you can start the comeback. Exactly. Start the, yeah. Yeah. Six, yeah. Six get ahead of separation. People today. Get ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would just need maybe three vocals. You would just have to put like just ask for like two catchphrases. Yeah, a couple, yeah. couple ad libs. Yeah, exactly. in, in, in between the speed vocals, I would call it. I love it. Exactly, exactly. Oh, and just, oh man, that's actually sellable. I think you can get them. There's, a, there's no like that doesn't sound ridiculous nowadays. No, with enough money. Or what about? All right, doesn't sound as ridiculous as like Will Smith jumping into like a fucking Stefan produced world. Dude, right. And then, like the whole Ethereum logo in it, the comments yeah. as soon as he posted it, people are like, "Dude, Will Smith buying a <laughs> That's The weirdest <laughs> one. I think the other one with him was that we need to Mariah get Carey. Uh, yeah the Mariah Carey um Dude, collab. I for, was for Christmas. so pissed. I was so pissed when he was like, "Bro, somebody from Mariah Carey." Him, I was like, "You fucking do it now." He's like, "Who the yeah. fuck is Mariah Carey?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Don't you know like the leg, the way she stands and shit?" I was like, "Come on, bro." Mariah Carey's like, no, fuck all these people. He's like, I just made a million bucks. I don't have to do this shit. And I was like, you have to do it. Like, I was like, but he never I was like bro. No, and then Christmas came along, and I was like, man. The anime I Christmas. Christ- we were ready. I spent Christmas alone. I spent Christmas alone, right? And I had my dog. A couple of my homies came through. I was like, and I couldn't help but think. I was like, this would have been 10 times better if uh, Mariah Carey was singing uh, – her Christmas song in Leonimus somehow, or like wearing one of the robes or some shit. I like this would have been amazing. Runes all but around. No. I was like, here I am with my dog in my tree and no Mariah Carey CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. I resent sleeping for it. <laughs> <laughs> he moved to Germany because of that. Oh. <laughs> yes, I left you guys because of that. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Look, I almost moved out, bro. I was like, "Shit, I'm out." I was like, "That's <laughs> actually so funny." But hey, you know, we never know. Sahi, let's keep going. You know, let's keep grinding. You never know. Maybe, she, maybe Mariah's gonna reach out. You know, yeah, I was gonna say, maybe she'll reach out. To, there you go. You guys are next. <laughs> I'm gonna tag her on the episode. Hundred <laughs> percent. Whoever runs that Twitter account knows. 
Please tag Pitbull in this. In this oh. <laughs> I might tweet it before we get off of here. Yeah, we can. Tw- we could probably treat the episode like like Twitter stuff as a uh, as promo to get in touch with Pitbull. <laughs> so we can just spam them. Yes, so, crazier things have happened. To God, I think we'll have a window. <laughs> That's amazing. Guys, it's been great to talk to you. Like it's it's awesome that uh you know I'm actually a collector of both of you guys. And like thankful, we're just thankful, always dude. connected, man. In this weird, weird circle we're in. Yes. Uh, you guys gotta come out to come out to Europe and London. If, if you guys London's London, on the spot, we we have to get to London for sure. Come um, through. Keenan will get his ass over from yeah, from I'm looking for an excuse to come back to my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sending a left over. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. True. Of course. I spread that around pretty good. That dude, like, he, like, randomly <laughs> in our house chat was just like, yo, I'm into the NFT. I was like, what? I was like, what did you do? He's like, yeah, you can sell it or just send it to somebody. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll send it to them. I was like, but then what the fuck do I get? He's like, no, you keep keep the original one. And I was like, mm. what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Until someone burns it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and then we don't know what happens. Dude, dude, some of the people that are because he in, in like the text, he called it like a like his child or something like that. Oh, people no. are like <laughs> quote retweeting it, saying like, see NFTs are human trafficking. And they're like, This guy is Satan, like he's a Satan worshiper, like all this shit. They're like, some guy's like, This guy doesn't believe in God. He's like moving, sending children via the internet. It's like, what? That's what amazing. the fuck? No, but that's amazing. This is amazing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. People I are crazy. Like once every three days. I want to pull up the last one, dude. I gotta <laughs> fucking read it exactly. I literally was just like, this is not real. When conspiracy like, start coming around, you know you've made it. A hundred percent. Okay. It said uh here. This is why they're forcing NFTs, the new form of human trafficking. <laughs> Dude, people will FUD for any reason. Quote retweeted, so just has this whole tweet underneath it. Bro, he sent me a few that I'm just like, bro, like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> But he's getting like hate mail and shit. It's like, dude, you didn't even do it. Like, you're not even selling it. I mean, me look at the NFT that me and Tyler own. <laughs> like, like I guess maybe people are onto something. If you look at fucking Queen, oh, the Queen of, of the Queen Roses, of Roses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Queen of Roses. So, yeah, Queen of Roses as well. I saw there was definitely a hit. Like, like when you were saying that, I was just like kind of like realizing, oh yeah, huh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's someone's niche, though. Right. That's what we said. That's what we said. Someone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, someone's gonna need that someday." <laughs> like, All right. yeah. Or just really hate it <laughs> and then tweet about it. Yeah. We Yo, that? this is terrible. Yeah. Like, do no, people? Thanks. I'm just. I was when I read that, I was like, "Is this like people thinking?" Right? They're like, "Okay." Are they thinking I they attached a child <laughs> to a yeah. photo? <laughs> That's how they pay, yeah. <laughs> and then they didn't even pay for it. They're just sending children out across the internet. True. That's right. There's no money exchanged. <laughs> There's nothing exchanged. People are paying to send it away. It's like people are <laughs> not donating money. children, okay? <laughs> Don't tell them about GUI. They'll think it stands for something yeah. in like the occult. Let's come up with an acronym. Yeah. yeah. That's just, it, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah all right guys I'm we'll, glad, we'll yeah, let I'm you go i know it's getting late here. over there so we're excited yeah, i gotta get ready for this gig all the new projects and stuff you guys have coming out man we're gonna be keeping our eyes peeled 
soft boy nation. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you so much, man. I appreciate us having us on. Yeah. Thanks for collecting, man. It's uh it's an honor for us as well, dude. Like I can't wait. It's gonna be a good year. Hopefully Rest, we'll man. see you guys in like Vegas or New York for NFT NYC, maybe. That's I'm in, in June. I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll be in New York June, for sure. Yeah. All right, Ty. Try to make it to Vegas if you can, man. When is that? NFT land. It's like oh, March twenty yeah. second. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. I've already okay, taken I took work off for the I think it's the that Thursday. I'll be there Thursday to like Saturday. You're savage. Okay. I'll come Let's find you. It, dude. All right, dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll bring, track I'll down Pitbull. We'll yeah, get Pitbull <laughs> and we'll make him record. If Pitbull's there, I'm not staying up. <laughs> That's the only incentive. All right, boys. Good night. Big love, dude. Thank you so much. Peace out, guys. Cheers. jazz is not like going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Most people define themselves by the one or possibly two things they excel at and are recognized for perhaps a job or a hobby. There's a tendency to live inside these self-made walls and not be open to the myriad opportunities that are waiting on the other side of the court. tendency to think that the ultimate goal of the good life is happiness resulting from having a spouse, a car, the house, the money, devoid of problems or challenges, a life of ease. Sounds pretty good, right?